This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Day in Crime is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to TenderFit Plus at TenderFitPlus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Let's start the show. Thanks for tuning in this Saturday. I'm Todd McComas, and I have some rather jarring statistics for you. According to the National Missing and Unidentified Persons Database, more than 600,000 people are reported missing every year. And of those, approximately 4,400 unidentified bodies are recovered each year. Those numbers are staggering. And obviously, the longer a person remains missing, the more unlikely it is they'll be found alive. Unfortunately, that's a statistical truth that those who report a loved one missing must at some point accept. So with that in mind, let's join Jessica Knoll as she walks us through a case that offers an exception to that rule and perhaps, for the families of missing loved ones, hope. Back in crime, in the year 1992, a husband comes home to find that his wife has vanished. But more than 30 years later, her family gets some shocking news. This is the story of Patricia Copta, also known as the Sparrow. As a teenager, Patricia is a straight-A student in high school. After graduation, her intellect lands her a job in the finance department at a Pittsburgh-area plate glass company. Outside of work, Patricia pursues other interests, modeling and teaching dance classes, but her weekends are reserved for her true passion, ballroom dancing. Beyond the dance floor, she also has a deep appreciation for the Caribbean. Her younger sister, Gloria Smith, says Patricia loves the ocean and the warmth of the sun beating down on her face. In fact, she regularly takes girls' trips with her friends to Puerto Rico to catch some of those rays. Before long, she meets a man named Bob Copta. He has a boat and offers to take Patricia and her friends for a ride along the river, and the two quickly fall head over heels for each other. In 1972, a couple marries, and they build a life together in Ross Township, Pennsylvania, a suburban community of 31,000 residents just north of Pittsburgh. About a decade into her successful career in finance, she leaves her job after suffering from perpetual migraines. Doctors attribute the massive headaches to stress. Eventually, she lands another job, this time at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, where she's an elevator operator. But that's when her family notices something is different with Patricia. She tells her family an angel came to her, spoke to her, 
and she feels compelled to spread the urgent holy message bestowed upon her. And she does to everyone she comes across on the streets of downtown. She frequents parking lots and busy roads, cautions passersby, and pokes her head into driver's windows, telling them to beware, go home, and prepare for the nuclear Armageddon that's coming. And because of her short, petite frame and her erratic stride fluttering around preaching about the end of the world, the street crowds begin to simply call the slate brunette the Sparrow. Bob, her husband of 20 years, says, something must have happened. Somebody got to her because she started on this whole the world is going to end thing. She lost her job and started hanging around downtown. When there's a baseball game going on, when a concert was going on, she'd be telling everybody to go home because the world was going to end in three days. On more than one occasion, she's arrested and banned from loitering the areas she frequents. And one day, she runs out into traffic, again, warning motorists about the ever-looming apocalypse. She's taken to the hospital and undergoes treatment for a month there. Doctors diagnose Patricia as having delusions of grandeur and signs of schizophrenia. Once she's released, she heads back to the streets and continues to spread the word. The end is near. The devout Roman Catholic who religiously attends Mass every Sunday also divulges that the Mother of God speaks to her. Her sister says, quote, she thought she was doing God's will. She was just trying to help people. Patricia even predicts her own death. She tells her family that someone is after her and that she's going to be beaten to death. And when she's mugged by a group of girls who steal her engagement and wedding rings, they fear her own premonition might come true. Luckily, she survives the attack, but she's still convinced that someone is trying to find her and kill her. After losing her job, she spends all of her time street preaching. Some days, she's gone all day and all night. Gloria says her sister has a good heart and a gentle spirit. She's a good, loving person and is just trying to help people. But Patricia worries about being committed into another mental health facility. In fact, the 52-year-old tells Gloria, quote, they'll never do that to me again. And soon, the impending doom that slipped through her lips as a message from above would go silent. Because in the summer of 1992, the sparrow is gone. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com sale. And book your free consult today. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. On the evening of June 20th, 1992, Bob Kopta comes home to an empty house. His wife Patricia, known as the Sparrow, is nowhere in sight. Because she's known to go off on her own for spells, It's not until a few months later that Bob goes to the Ross Township Police Department and reports his wife missing. And since she loves the warm weather and often talked about going to Puerto Rico, Bob put ads in local newspapers on the island in hopes someone there had spotted her. But nothing. Then Patricia reaches out. She sends Bob a letter, ranting again that someone's trying to get her. But then, once again, silence. While her case remains open, police aren't overly suspicious of her disappearance, since she has a history of mental illness and because she made comments to family that she wanted to leave because she didn't want to be put into another care facility. Police believe it's likely the Sparrow flew off on her own. Nonetheless, in hopes of gathering more clues on Patricia's whereabouts, police consult with a psychic in 1997, who ultimately tells investigators that she's dead and that her body is close to water. In 1998, six years after Patricia goes missing, a columnist for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette interviews Patricia's twin sister, Elaine, who desperately and pointedly asks, Where in the world is she? They find people every day. How can someone just vanish out of the world? But that's exactly what seemed to happen. Patricia Copta just vanished. The days go by, weeks, months, years. Nothing more from Patricia. No new leads, no tips, pointing to where Patricia went or where she might have been taken to. So, in 1999, seven years after she disappeared, Bob has Patricia legally declared dead. But in that same year, a mystery woman is found wandering the streets of Puerto Rico. Some 1,700 miles away from Pittsburgh sits a living tropical postcard where the crash of each wave rolls into the sand and a warm breeze gently touches the lofty palm trees shading the beach below. It's June 30th, 1999 in Northern Puerto Rico. 
a small, frail woman is found meandering through the streets. She has no ID, and she seems confused, except to say she came to the island via a European cruise ship. She's taken in as a person of need and admitted into an adult care home. Caseworkers there are never able to pry much out of her. Her past is a secret she's keeping to herself. The woman with no name is taken care of for the next several years. But eventually, she begins to show signs of dementia. And as the elderly woman ages, her dementia progresses and her long-kept secrets begin to slip out. The more details that emerge, the closer those who've been caring for her begin to connect the dots. Dots that have been missing for decades. In 2022, the police department in Ross Township, Pennsylvania, receives a call from an Interpol agent and a social worker in Puerto Rico. They tell Deputy Chief Brian Kolhep they have a woman who might be someone they've been searching for, Patricia Copta. After letting the family know, police begin the months-long forensic process of identifying the mystery woman in Puerto Rico. With dental records and DNA samples and nearly a year of testing, authorities have their results. The woman, found aimlessly walking the streets of Puerto Rico in 1999, is Patricia Copta, a.k.a. The Sparrow. And 31 years later, the once lost Patricia is found. She is alive. She's 83 years old and her brown hair has turned gray, but her family knows this is their Patricia. On Thursday, March 2nd, 2023, Ross Township Police share the news about the missing Sparrow with the public. 86-year-old Bob Copta stands alongside Patricia's younger sister, Gloria Smith, and the Ross Township Police at the podium, waiting for his turn to speak. The couple didn't have any children, and he never remarried after having Patricia officially declared deceased. He spent three decades without Patricia, and every time the phone rang or police discovered a body, his heart would drop, thinking it might be her. But on this day, he's grateful and relieved that she's alive and well. But it's been a long, difficult road for him. And now, knowing she's safe, Bob wants to move on with the remainder of his journey without her. He believes Patricia is where she wants to be. In fact, Patricia has told her caregivers she has no intention of leaving Puerto Rico, her home, for the past three decades. Her 78-year-old sister, Gloria Smith, who feared Patricia might have been dead all these years, cannot wait to give her big sister a long, overdue hug and tell her how much she loves her. Patricia's twin sister, Elaine, said in an interview in 1998, when Patty, as she called her, became known as the Sparrow, she bought her coats, hats, and gloves to keep her warm while preaching to strangers on the streets. She told the newspaper, I thought I'd let her enjoy her world 
whatever it may be. Elaine passed away six years before the family would learn what happened to her sister, never knowing that her sister was still alive and living in her new world, warm and sunny Puerto Rico. Unlike many of the stories I tell you here, this one doesn't appear to have any crime associated with it since her missing person's case was closed and there was no foul play involved. But I wanted to share her story with you anyway because of its ending. It's the kind of ending that so many families wish and pray for someday. The day when their phone rings and someone on the other end of the line gives them the news that their missing loved one has been found and that they are alive and well. A reminder, there is hope. This Day in Crime is a production of Tenderfoot TV in partnership with Odyssey, produced in association with Burning Mountain Productions. Today's episode is hosted and written by me, Jessica Knoll. Executive producers are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Todd McComas and I are co-executive producers. Our lead producer is Dennis Cooper. The episode is edited and sound designed by Dayton Cole. John Street and Tracy Kaplan are the supervising producers, along with additional production by Sean Nurney and Jordan Foxworthy. Original music by Makeup and Vanity Set. The cover art is by Byron McCoy and Isabella Maxey. Special thanks to the team at UTA, Beck Media and Marketing, and the Nord Group. Sources for today's episode can be found in the show notes, and you can follow us on social media at This Day in Crime. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. See you next Saturday. Thanks for listening to this episode of This Day in Crime. The show is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus at tenderfootplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University of Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.